Hi there, uh, welcome to episode number 16 of uh, Spontaneous Conversations. Uh, this is Ravi Gundlapalli, founder CEO of Mentor Cloud. And this is uh, Rajesh Sethi, a serial entrepreneur and a co-conspirator with Ravi for this series. <laughs> yeah, it's totally a conspiration, you know. Um, so the topic, uh, Rajesh, we, we selected just before we hit the record button uh, is how to validate ideas. Yes. You know, they say ideas, anybody that takes a shower has ideas. Ideas keep coming into our head and, you know, this, I also heard ideas are dime a dozen. But how, how do you take, I mean, you are an expert of bringing ideas to life, you know, which is a fascinating way to describe yourself. So that's why maybe that idea came to my head is how do we help people validate that idea which can eventually see, see the light of day? Yeah. So, Ravi, I'll start and then, of course, we'll have a conversation about it. Say, I always believe that if the idea is really, really compelling, somebody will be willing to pay for it even before the, it's manifested in real life. Mm. So, whenever I work with someone, people tell me that I have this brilliant idea. Uh, I ask them, have you tried to sell this to someone? I said, but I don't have a product yet. I said, assuming the product was going to be there, have you tried to sell this to someone? So and people always say, no, but what, what if they ask me, they show me the product and everything. So although they overanalyze what might be the conversation looking like, in reality, they are afraid that their idea is not good mm. and they will get exposed. So they don't even try to uh, talk to someone to say, you know, if the product was built, would you buy it? And if you are going to buy it, can you make a deposit? If you don't want to make a deposit, can we sign an MOU? So those hard conversations will really, really help, but they don't want to do it. The second reason people tell me is that I don't want, because I have not even built it, I don't want the idea to get out, uh, which means that somebody else may steal it. See, in a big company reveal, let's say Boeing or some company like that, there are trade secrets and everything. So nobody wants to give away what's coming up in the next uh, version of their jet or something because it can be disastrous. In a startup world, I always believe that nobody is, it's very difficult to pe for people to steal ideas because people are not waiting. Okay, where is the idea? Next idea I can steal. Right. Let me just, I'm just waiting for to steal somebody's idea. Nobody is doing it. So my advice to all these people is, if you have a really good idea, you know who you are targeting, just have the conversations with them and see whether they will buy the idea uh, now, whether they will make a deposit whether if it is that good, uh, what what will they put something at stake for them? Correct. No, I think that those are excellent, uh, you know, inputs, Rajesh. I think I remember I used to work at I2 Technologies and, uh, you know, the founder of I2, Sanjeev Sidhu, sold the idea first, He, he the idea of supply chain management. And he went to a company and said, I have this idea. And just the sheer passion, the way we, the way he described that idea, the way he wanted to build the product, he got a $5 million check saying, you just your passion, your energy and your innovation, we love it. And we think if there's anybody who can take the idea into reality, it's only you. Oh. So that's how he built I2 Technologies into one of the greatest supply chain companies. But he didn't wait to build yeah. the product. So your first thing about finding somebody who, who really sees the passion and the seriousness about your idea, I think is extremely valid. Uh, yeah. and, and excellent advice. You know. Yeah, plus Ravi, you and I know that uh, uh, good ideas are uh, very helpful, 
good products are very helpful but without good distribution both of them are useless so somebody has to uh, make that idea and the product built on top of the idea meet the market which means the distribution has to be there correct so when i say tell people that uh, start talking to people i am just telling them to test the distribution channels like one of the distribution channels for a founder is himself or herself because she is the one who is believing in it passionately working day night weekends early mornings late nights everything so he or she has to have the ability to sell the value of the idea the second thing on that front is sometimes people think that because they have had a problem they think the whole world has a problem correct that's a very important point uh, is that that's where that this uh, you know so called customer validation comes in um, because definitely as an entrepreneur you have to you have to have a problem you know because most startups are hey i try to do this it didn't work very quickly i realize i am not alone there are 10 million people that have this problem so let me create an entrepreneur to create a right uh, uh, you know a, a product or a company i think that's really important to get that validation very quickly is it only you or are there enough people like you i think that's the first point of validation yeah totally agree travi so it starts at whether the problem is painful enough for which somebody is willing to pay anything right sometimes there are problems people live with it they say it's good enough and the cost of changing with the solution that comes to solve that problem is so high that it's better to live with the problem itself right and you use that magic word you know uh, that are willing to pay so we are living in a world where there are lots of lots of things that are free yeah. so one of the things that the new economy has actually taught us is that paying with money or paying with their time the fact that people are spending time on facebook is they're paying with their time in the, on twitter on instagram there's no money exchanging hands there but people are instead of drawn to your product they're willing to they're willing to spend time which is indirectly gives you a business model once there are enough people using it yeah, yeah so pay yeah. with their attention is is as good yeah so we live in that economy which is called the attention economy mm. so if they are paying with their attention that attention can be monetized because somebody else needs that attention correct and they, they can broker that attention they can sell somebody's attention for somebody else's money right so uh, one more thing i want to bring up ravi is uh, uh, for the founder uh, the, he or she should be able to highlight the problem for which they are creating a solution Hmm. so they have to amply be able to uh, amplify the problem itself in a story such that people will say yeah that's right that was a problem i was living with it why am i living with it i sh- i can solve it and there is a solution for it i didn't know that this was a big enough problem so they should be able to define that problem so well that people say i see it correct it's i think what you are highlighting is it's not the solution looking for a problem but a problem being identified everybody relates to and then you have a solution for it correct so a lot of people come up with ideas and and there's really no problem yes and it's not big enough it's not painful enough like you said um so one of that's the way to validate your your idea is that is it is it did you get the idea in the first place because of a problem that you had yes i mean 99% that's the case yeah. like you are trying to watch a, a game and you couldn't watch it that's a problem now 6 months later you probably got an idea how to solve it but don't talk about the idea quickly kind of you know dig deeper 
into what was the problem that happened yesterday last week or 6 months before that kind of got your brain to think this is an idea yeah makes a lot of sense the good news uh, ravi is this uh, if you are an introvert for example you are brilliant thinker but you are an introvert and you are also a little bit conservative mm. just to add to the complexity but you think you have a great solution and you want to talk to the customer but you are not ready because you feel somewhat i don't have it this is the first time i'm building a company how can i go without betting preparation let me actually put some money and build the product and everything uh, our theory here is that before that go and validate but you are an introvert so how do you do it the good news is 15 years ago you could not do it now you can just see this is the target market that i am going after what are the keywords that people will be using when they have a problem when they start people in this target market have a problem and search on it and then use that and uh, put some money for advertisement like google adwords or something create a compelling landing page and offer them something white paper or uh, like a free preview of something and then actually see if somebody actually bites that so for a thousand dollars being an introvert conservative and anything and another 500 dollars to create that copy landing page and everything you can actually test the idea because whether somebody is even interested to download anything related to that idea yeah i think two two thoughts come to my mind when you say that is one that's probably not an introvert's problem as much as an engineer's problem right yeah. we engineers don't want to look stupid in front of other people that uh, hey what a silly idea right you want to look good and the more intellectual you are or the more uh, more smart you are the worse it is to kind of expose yourself or or be vulnerable so most people end up spending a lot of money and you know i have done that you know i have done that when you know spending so much money up front so now when i when i mentor entrepreneurs i'm telling them don't spend a single money single dollar until you have talked to enough number of people and there's somebody out there to say yeah this is good so you don't need a pretty product in fact reed hoffman said if you if you like your product you have waited long enough too long mm. right so being able to put a dirty idea out there being able to put something that something has been cooked up it doesn't matter even even if you have to hold two wires together to make a point that's good enough so encouraging entrepreneurs really to you know not be afraid uh, about sharing ideas like the other second point is people think oh there are all the people kind of you know have their antennas up to listen to ideas but everybody is so busy in today's world they have their so, you know so much going on you know when i was starting mentor cloud people would say hey why are you openly talking about it wouldn't cisco do something would it linkedin do something you know they have their own things and the and the story i always give is just because my friend talks about going to hawaii i will not go because i have the money it has to mean something to me right so similarly when ideas are shared companies don't jump and implement them they have their own things they can they have the money can cisco do something yes do they have the smartest people in the world yes but it doesn't fit into what they are doing hmm. so ideas sh- should be shared yeah i'll tell you one place where people have to be careful see somebody thinks they have an idea and they have an idea for a company but in reality that idea is just a feature for another product correct so but they think it's the full company product first of all they think it's a company that may be wrong and or they think it's a product that may also be wrong mm. it probably is just a feature that is when 
somebody might steal that idea because for them, ah, oh, this is just a feature for our product. Let's just incorporate it in one, uh, put two developers there and everything. So when somebody says this, some big company stole the idea, in most of the time it was just a feature. The whole product itself, like you rightly said, companies are not waiting. Okay, let's look at all the startups, which can we steal? Because they have the, they move very slow, first of all. Correct. Yeah, they have their own headaches. They yes. have their own, you know, internal bureaucracies and so on. So I think the point that uh, that I want to highlight in what you just said is, is the idea a feature in a bigger product or is the idea as a product itself? I think uh, entrepreneurs or anybody that says they have an idea, this distinction is very, very important. Correct. Right? It's, it's because then their own expectations of what can, what can be done with this idea uh, will become a lot more real. Totally agree. It makes a lot of sense. So we are at about 13 minutes. So should we give some closing comments? Yes. Um, so I think, you know, I, I highly encourage all our listeners to, to, to write down every idea that comes. The first thing is, when an idea comes in your head, the problem with our mind is thoughts keep coming and ideas vanish. So they should have a notebook in their car, in, in their room or in their bedside that they're writing down these ideas and then validate them. You know, and the idea that bugs you the most over a period of time is the idea you should work on. Because it, entrepreneurs, something bugs them. That's why they just jump and do something. Out of 10 ideas, if one is constantly coming to your mind, that's the one you want to probably most likely be successful with that. Yeah. So my closing comment is this. In addition to what you just said, I always believe that the only way, uh, surefire way to have a good idea is to have a lot of ideas because most of them will be junk and a small percentage of them will be good. And uh, when I talk about validation, I also want people to think the ideas can get validated not just by customers but by investors or uh, people who say, this is really cool Ravi, I am willing to put some $50,000 in this if you do it. That's validation, not directly as the customer validation, but somebody is willing to put something at stake. Mm. Or somebody will say, you know, Ravi, if you do this, I'm going to quit my job and I come and join you. That's again putting something at stake. I'm always looking at what will somebody put something at stake because they are so wedded to the idea, the potential that comes with it. So the only way to do know it is by sharing it with many, many people without having to worry about uh, uh, getting stolen. And if it gets stolen, there's a really good chance that it was not a product or a forget about company. It was not a product. It was just a feature in somebody's product. And um, I think one of the other things to keep in mind is people can copy idea, but they can't copy you. Yeah, the structure right? cannot be copied. The structure cannot be copied, right? So, um, so that's one thing people should remember is, look, if, if yours is simple idea, somebody can copy it, then it's probably not worth your worth your time to take it and create a company and then and then have some surprises later. Yeah, if that could be that easily copied, even when you build it, it's out in the open anyway. Exactly. Somebody else will copy it. Exactly. So you wasted all this money and time, and somebody copied it. Yeah. So really, uh, it it is a reality check. The the the, the more you share, it you are actually saving a lot of agony yes. by realizing early on that this is a feature, like you said that nobody is willing to is how many people are willing to pay for it with their attention or with their money and and by you will know it only by sharing 
Yes. Not by building a product in a vacuum for one year, spending a lot of money, and then ta-da, here's the product, and then what's the big deal, you know? So sharing is the only way to validate your idea and saves you a lot of agony as an entrepreneur. Very good. So signing off, this is Rajesh uh, Sethi, and you can find more about me at rajeshsethi.com. And this is Ravi Gundlapalli. You can visit us, you can learn more about us at mentecloud.com. Thank you for listening.